The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. But right now, wanted to get to this to start the show this afternoon. Uh, some news happening right here at home. And uh, you probably have been watching it. You've seen it on the news this morning. You've heard it on the radio throughout the afternoon. All about uh, Camp Pekawiwin and what is happening there. We saw that police and peace officers arrived at the encampment in the Rossdale neighborhood this morning with the intention with the intention of dismantling it. But uh, some of those who remained at the site said they had no intention of leaving. Now, organizers officially closed the camp on Saturday. And while some people moved on to shelters across the city, several people remained on the site near Remax Field. The city posted notices at the site saying crews would move in around 9 a.m. to dismantle the camp. Police, city vehicles arrived around 8 this morning along with some dump trucks. But the vehicles ended up leaving this morning. And the question is, what is happening next? Crystal Kajenner is the Director of Housing and Homelessness for the City of Edmonton. Crystal, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Jalen. All right, uh, tell us what's happening. What is the latest that is hamp- uh, what uh, what is happening from Camp Pekawiwin? What happened there this morning? Sure. So um, we had hoped to close the camp this morning, or the camp encampment in Rossdale this morning. And as part of our protocol, um, we usually have our parks rangers attend the site with um, our city operations crews that will do actually start the cleanup. Um, but uh, what happened when we when they arrived? They found that there were still some campers or residents who wanted to um, have some more time to access potentially additional options. And so we, uh, you know, engaged in communication with the folks there and decided that we would uh, allow a bit more time to facilitate sort of the voluntary move of the remaining residents up to safer and warmer options. And so um, a bus we've we've been providing a charter bus service running from the encampment mm. to the Edmonton Convention Center shelter and other shelters for the last uh, week and a half. And so we've um, made additional transportation arrangements available for the remaining folks. So Crystal, you've said you're going to allow a bit more time. How much is a bit more time? The mayor today saying that, you know, the city had an understanding with camp organizers that the camp would close. He was disappointed to hear that people were still at the site. He said the site needs to be cleaned up. There are safety issues and it's not suitable or appropriate for people to be camping there at any time. So so what does a bit more time look like? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, our, t- our top priority continues to be the safety of those in the camp and the folks in the surrounding community. And so um, what essentially what we're looking at is uh, working with outreach workers who are also on the site and who've been there through the last week and a half to just, uh, there's a few folks left that are trying to access other options and for whatever reason have had barriers um, in doing so. And so we're just working to resolve uh, those remaining issues so that people can transition to those safer and warmer options. I mean, obviously, um, I think everyone agrees that uh, outside is not a safe place no. <laughs> to be staying, especially in these temperatures and with the snow. And so um, we're really committed to the expeditious uh, transition and voluntary transition of folks up but to other it, options. But what it sounds like is there's no timeline on there at this point. 
Well, we continue to work with the organizers to peacefully wind down the camp, and the conversations are, you know, constant and ongoing. Um, we do need to remediate the site, and part of that, that was part of the process today, mm-hmm. was hoping to secure the site so that the cleanup can begin. Um, so it's certainly not an open deadline, and as you mentioned, the organizers had communicated to us that they were voluntarily wrapping up on Saturday, and so um, there's only, there's very few folks left who are actually still okay. staying at the encampment, and so we're just working through those sort of last remaining issues. I, okay, I, I don't mean to keep asking you about this, though, Crystal. If it's not an open deadline, though, um, what is the deadline? Uh, so, I, and uh, yeah, no, again, uh, Jalen, I think... Um, because we're focused on their safety, we don't okay. want to, you know, I don't want to, we don't want to commit to a specific deadline, mm. um, not knowing in advance that everyone's needs okay. will be met. And so there are some folks that, like I said, I've mentioned, have faced some barriers in accessing some of those other options, mm. whether it was transportation or access to storage. And so we're just working through that so that people can, um, we can confirm that people have access to those other options. Hey, Crystal, um, the convention center, uh, you know, it's, it's up and running now and it was packed over the weekend uh, a lot of folks um, went there as that winter as the as the winter as that storm uh, came in what are you learning about uh, mm-hmm. about um, that um, that service that's being offered right now are there things that n- need to be done are things uh, other things do, uh, being done very well what are you learning within that mm-hmm. first week at the convention center about the needs that are are, are out there right now yeah, no, absolutely. So I think um, one of the things that we are learning, obviously, is that there's huge demand for these services right mm-hmm. now. Um, in in our city, we're facing the you know double pressures of both the COVID-19 pandemic, which has reduced capacity at uh, previously existing service providers, and also the economic uh, impacts associated with the global oil price decline. And so mm-hmm. between those two forces, there's more and more people experiencing homelessness in our city. And so I think for sure, um, our experience this weekend with the cold temperatures and the snow just really served to highlight how essential those services are. Um, We obviously uh, would love to be able to meet everyone's needs at the convention center, but because of the need for social distancing and, you know, public health protocols, it just, uh, we have to have a capacity limit there. And so what we have put into place at the convention center and will continue to do is um, transportation options and coordinated uh, response between all of the shelters in the city to ensure that everybody has a safe place to go Mm -hmm. and everybody has transportation to get there if they need it. And so... um, um, we are have been working, you know, sort of day and night to ensure that there's open lines of communication and that all the facilities with capacity, because there is capacity for sure at other um, shelters, including the Commonwealth. Yeah stadium where Hope Mission's operating and also um, at Hope Mission's regular downtown location and the mustard seed on the south side. So we're working with all of them to ensure that there's a strong connection so that folks can get to where they need to go and that everyone has a warm and safe place to stay. Yeah, Crystal, what do you what do, what do we do for those who say, you know what, they don't want to go to the convention center, maybe they don't want to go to the other facilities, that this is the way that, and, 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 and Fletcher Kent from Global Edmonton, who uh, is coming up next, spoke to a couple of folks uh, at Camp Ekawiwin this morning saying, hey, you know, this is where want to be this is the way that I live my life um, what about those who are not interested in going to any of those um, other service areas that are being offered right mm-hmm. now sure so I mean while the pandemic has highlighted uh, the needs in our city for certainly um, encampments and people sleeping outside is an issue that we yeah. experience you know year round Absolutely. and so the city does uh, work with Boyle Street Community Services to provide outreach services to folks in encampments. And so um, we really assess 
work with um, those outreach folks to assess the risks. And in terms of, um, you know, it's always a balance between the individual's health and the public health. And so we work to identify the encampments, reach out to the folks that are staying there and work really hard to connect them to housing mm-hmm. options. Because, um, you know, we don't believe that encampments are a long-term or sustainable solution to mm-hmm. homelessness. And really what's needed is um, ensuring that fo- people have the connection to affordable housing and also supportive housing if they need it, which is um, a huge priority for the city. And we're working every day to increase the number of spaces available, which will increase the availability of housing for folks that have, you know, um, health issues or uh, addictions issues or mental health issues, which is, you know, common, or something that we unfortunately commonly see. Yeah. Crystal, before I let you go, and I sure appreciate your time this morning. I know it's a, it's a busy time for you and, and working this file is obviously a big one. Um, it mentioned that the Edmonton Convention Centre is at capacity. Would there be any option uh, or, or thought about maybe adding more beds or more room at the Convention Centre? Um, so we do know that there is sufficient capacity across all facilities in Edmonton to meet the needs of people who are sleeping outside. And so, as I mentioned before, there is capacity at other yeah. op- at other facilities. And so I think, but that being said, you know, we're in the middle of a global pandemic that none of us have experienced before. And we're very closely monitoring the situation. And so if there is a need, um, you know, if the shelters do start to fill up, if the temperatures get, you know, much more extreme, if the transportation challenges continue uh, like we're closely monitoring the situation and we'll certainly um, work with our partners at Homer Trust and the government of Alberta to identify solutions to address any gaps that arise. All right you know what Crystal again thanks for your time this afternoon really appreciate it. Okay thanks Jalen. Yeah you betcha it's Crystal Kajenner joining us this afternoon she is the director of housing and homelessness uh, for the city of Edmonton and and obviously a, a pretty huge job right now as as uh, as the city and uh, the organizers at camp Pekawiwin uh, move to uh, dismantle that um, encampment and and get the people who have been in there and and other unhoused people across the city into the temporary shelters that are out there. The shelter at the convention center. Um, there's there's one at the common at Commonwealth uh, as well. There's another space that just opened in the Ritchie neighborhood too. Uh, again, I think you know some of the concern and and we've heard it. Um, some folks do not want to go to some of the shelters um, for for a number of different reasons. Maybe because uh, it's it's um, men only. Uh, maybe because um, it um, it's a, it's a sober shelter. Maybe it's because pets aren't allowed. Maybe they don't like some of the religious aspect around that. So there's still a lot working with this. As I mentioned, the mayor saying today, and he just put out a tweet, and it said. Um, that he was disappointed, as I mentioned, to hear people were still at the camp. He said the site needs to be cleaned up. There are legitimate safety issues, and it's simply not suitable or appropriate for people to be camping there at any time. He went on to say, quote, the time has come, and organizers have committed to that, so I'm hopeful that they will assist in the peaceful closure of the camp at this time and its cleanup. So Crystal saying that they're continuing to work with the organizers there. The plan was to get in and clean it up this morning. That didn't happen. Uh, when I pressed on that timeline, there's no timeline. Certainly doesn't sound like it. They're they're working. They're trying to negotiate on that front and make sure that the people who are still there, about ten between ten and and maybe about a hundred, they're saying, um, you know, have a place to go. That they realize what their options are out there. So.